and welcome to Locked On Baylor. I am Corey Boney, fellow Baylor Bear, and your host for Locked On Baylor, a daily podcast dedicated to Baylor Bear fans around the globe. And in today's episode, we got a little bit of a listener topic that has to do with uh, the outcomes, a little uh, predictions of the college football playoffs. Uh, a few days have passed. I've come to grips that Baylor's not in it. So we'll, we'll it's, it's okay. It's going to be all right. We're going to talk about who is in it and, uh, just, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about who's in it and, uh, his predictions. And, uh, I guess I'll give, uh, my little shout outs of what I think I'm, will happen. And then also I uh, saw this uh, topic just actually recently on Twitter and it's pretty topical because I went to the Butler game. Uh, Baylor attendance for basketball. Uh, it's been a topic on the Twitter today. So I just thought, you know what? Let's talk about it. Let's get it out of the air. Let's uh, try to get some uh, suggestions and some uh, and just maybe some uh, encouragement on getting out to the games because uh, while there were it was a good crowd, uh, the crowds, especially during the week games, uh, are a little bit on the on the lower side. So we're going to talk about that. And then in this first segment, we got a lot of awards coming out left and right. So we're going to talk about all that. But before we get into all of that, I'd like to say thank you for all the support that you give the show. It keeps on growing each and every day, and it wouldn't be possible without each and every Bear fan out there. So thank you so much. If you'd like to continue to help the show out, just let every Baylor fan that you know tell them that there is a daily podcast dedicated to Baylor sports with Locked On Baylor, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, a network of podcasts for all your favorite teams, professional football, basketball, baseball nhl they got it all just go out search it it's easy to find and you will find some quality daily podcasts for whatever team you subscribe to speaking of subscribing don't forget to subscribe to this podcast that we know when episodes go live just kind of like yesterday i had a christmas party and a long day at work i wasn't able to get an episode out i didn't get home till late uh but normally it's every single day and normally you don't have to worry about but you know what when the episodes go live You get a little notification when you subscribe. Also, don't forget to leave a five-star review. It helps other Bear fans when they go and search in the Google bars or podcast search engines. It helps them find it a lot easier, so it helps everything out when you do that. And also, I'd like to hear back from you. Give you a little feedback, and it's always good to hear what the people, what the Bears think. And uh, yeah, that's it. So let's get into, uh, first off, let's just talk about um, the Baylor Bear Volleyball. Baylor Volleyball, they got some big games. To, it's early games tomorrow on Friday, uh, but this is a regional. We are hosting, so this is, again, like last week, how was at the Farrell Center? It's at the Farrell Center again. So they're gonna, the games start tomorrow at 11 a.m., uh, but then Saturday, the winners uh, from those two games uh, from Friday will, will match up at 3 p.m., at the Farrell Center. So it should be a really, really great game. Really excited about that. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for Baylor sports. Uh, besides Baylor practices, Baylor football is uh, having two practices uh, Friday and Saturday, and they're inviting a lot of Texas coaches to it. So that's big hype. But it's also a really big recruiting weekend. So for Baylor, so uh, tomorrow we're gonna, that's going to be a big topic of the show. Now, the early signing is going to be next Wednesday, and so we'll talk about all the recruits that are coming to campus, maybe some sleepers, and who will be signing on the dotted line to come next week. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting times. I always love it when national signings. I really love the early one. It, a lot of people talked about how this early signing, uh, 
really we we benefited because the first year was Matt Rule's uh, first year at Baylor, and we weren't in a bowl game, so he had uh, he was able to hit the ground running, and we had a really awesome recruiting class, and uh, yeah, so now we're in the Big Twelve game, and a lot of other schools were able to do the same thing, but uh, they hit the ground running, and uh, yeah, it's nothing like uh, having practices for a Sugar Bowl and bringing a lot of. Uh, 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 recruits in to see all that happen to sell them on coming to, to become Baylor Bears. So a lot of fun times, a lot of exciting news should be right around the horizon. But speaking of news, you, uh, and speaking of recruits too, uh, James Lynch named the, uh, Texas football, the collegiate player of Texas, all whole state of Texas, James Lynch. Whoa. Sick of Bears. Way to go. That is a huge award award. Also, he's been getting a lot of uh uh all all American awards, a lot of uh a lot of different all American uh uh recipients or multiple different ones and are giving him number ones. Also Graylin Arnold got second team all American as well, so we're just getting awards left and right solid team uh and it's really exciting. We got unfinished business and they're about to strap up and get get back to practice. Uh, this weekend to get ready for the Sugar Bowl. So, and then a little former bear action. It is official. RG3 is going into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. He will be in the class of 2020. So he will be, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll be coming back to Waco, coming back to the co and, uh, as a Hall of Fame or Texas Sports Hall of Fame. So really exciting there. Lots of great news. And lots of great uh, just awards going left and right. So it's exciting times. Like I said, the only uh, actual sports for the rest of the week is going to be volleyball. Women's basketball and men's basketball don't hit the court again until next Wednesday, the 18th. So, and that should, if I'm right, should be it for the rest of uh, the year. I think there is one December 30th game. So for that'll wrap it up for a while. So, um We'll talk about those later on when we get closer to that. But for for the rest of the episode, we've outlined that. And then tomorrow, it's going to be talking about recruiting. So we will see. But also, we have some important things right here. If you are a Spotify listener, use Spotify rap to show us your top locked on podcast of the year. Take a screenshot and tag, tag us at locked on live. Tweet it out and we will retweet it and show some love and also, hey, we've had we've had a lot of great podcasts. I predicted a lot of great Baylor victories. So, uh, I mean, maybe a Baylor victory here or there. We, we I was wrong a couple times, but uh, you know what? We've had some good ones. Share. Let us know what your favorite episodes were so far. We're already like at fifty. It's it's crazy. It's flown by. I mean, we started this podcast late September. We're already to fifty episodes. Let's see. Let let's get an actual countdown. Let's see. Uh, I'm doing this live. <laughs> Probably should have already had this planned out, but we'll see what where we're at real quick. We are at fifty. Yeah, fifty. This is fifty-one episode fifty-one. So we already have fifty in the books to choose from. So choose your favorite ones, and uh, we will shout it out loud and proud. Make sure to tag me at Locked On Baylor, and then. Uh, at Locked On Live, and we will tweet it out, and it'll be great. So let us know what your favorite uh, episodes were on Spotify for Locked On Baylor. So anywhere, don't go anywhere. Stay Locked On Baylor. When we come back, we're going to talk about basketball attendance. Yeah, we're going to talk about. We're going to get a little game plan going on. Get more people in the in the seats because it's fun. And both teams, women and men's, are really good. So we're going to talk about. We're going to talk it all out, and we're going to uh, come up with a plan. So it'll be fun. And then we'll wrap it up with college football playoffs. 
Yeah, we're going to talk about it. So don't go anywhere. Stay locked on, Baylor. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay, so yeah, we're going to talk about a little bit of Baylor attendance. And this is a topic that uh, I guess I haven't talked about too much on the podcast, but it's definitely something that I've, I've talked about like with friends and stuff like that. I mean, even, even in football, like there are some games where I just feel like, uh, I just feel like it's, we, we wait until like to see what the team looks like. But I mean, there have been some big games already and this kind of just sparked by, uh, this is a couple of things sparked this. Really, it was just a, uh, a tweet of the student section for the men's basketball versus Butler. And it was packed and they were loud and it was great. Uh, I was at the game. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of like the general mission, it just, uh, it, there just weren't people utilizing like or purchasing tickets. So, I mean, it was, it was around, I don't know what the actual attendance was, but there was also a tweet of just the average attendance for the past seven years has been a, a the mid about 6.5 a little a little high a little low about 6,500 for the average attendance grant this year we haven't even got into big 12 play and the fact that we're going to be top 10 you'd think that we would get that uh that number up but it's just i don't know it's it's a difficult thing to difficult thing to uh to talk about because there's a lot of factors i mean there's student tickets there's uh, season ticket holders there's um sometimes they have packages i haven't seen any lately but sometimes baylor athletics will put put uh, together mini packages um which i'm sure they do so if you're curious if you don't want to commit to season tickets that's one thing we'll get to a couple suggestions um but one thing i would definitely suggest is just contacting the athletic office because i remember i started i think i went to like a uh wichita game wichita state i don't know i went to a, a non-conference game and i bought one ticket and then the next year i had someone from baylor athletic ticket office contact me about a mini plan i did a mini plan and then that evolved into me uh having season tickets um and I do think that they're still available. And so if you are interested in season tickets, uh, men's and women's, uh, you can probably get that at a discount rate and you're getting into big 12 play. Both teams doing really well. Um, but it's, uh, there's, there's some other things. Also, if you have season tickets, this is a new thing that they've done this year. Get, there is a link that you can go to to donate your tickets and Baylor ticket office will get them into Baylor fans hands, not into Kansas fans, not into Texas tech. Don't even get me started on that Texas tech last year and the year before that they come, they get into the top bowl and they start doing their tech tower, whatever tower power, star power, whatever it is. And it gets me livid, livid. There's only one thing that I hate more. And that's if we lose to Kansas and I had to hear rock chalk, didn't have to hear it last year, and it was great. Love seeing Kansas fans go home early. Oh, anyway, but there's also another little side story about this. Nalissa Smith also retweeted that and just said, kind of calling out the student body and said, "Well, you can't come, you can't get that big of a crowd for a uh, for a women's basketball." And I remember when I was at Baylor, I went to a ton of women. I went to a ton of. I went to them all. 
I mean, I, I, I lived on like third street. I walked over all the time. It was great. It was a lot of fun, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a legit gripe. I mean, I mean, there's, they've already been in some big games. I, I would challenge a student, student, uh, body to definitely, uh, big 12, get a little redemption, get, go to these games. Cause you only have so many years at Baylor and there were some really fun memories that I have going to all these games. I get, get that sometimes you have stuff come up, but I mean, honestly, don't don't waste it because it it's it's right there. You get your tickets and you go and you have a bunch of fun with friends and you 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 support all these great athletic programs that we have because uh, we have a ton like Baylor volleyball, Baylor uh, football, men's and women's basketball. Every I mean every athletic and that's just in the fall. Uh, we're 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 doing really great work. So don't let these games pass you by because then before you know it, you're going to be graduated. And then, then, then you gotta, then you gotta, you gotta, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna be off and it's just gonna be a lot harder to get to these games. Um, and that's another thing. So if you have season tickets, I really strongly encourage you. Maybe you don't know about it. You can donate your tickets and they'll get them into Baylor fans, which is huge. I, especially when it comes to Big 12 play, because Big 12 play, it's, it's really frustrating. It's really frustrating. It's really great when we, when we win. I uh, remember the Texas Tech game was another one. I had Texas Tech fans right behind me and, oh man, I, uh, I was chirping a little bit. I'm a chirper. I'm a chirper. <laughs> I don't really stay quiet. I, I have to uh, learn how to uh, yell properly now since I'm doing a daily podcast. I learned that during football um, season that I have to just yell differently. I do a lot more clapping. Um, that's not really my style, but I still try to make noise, but I definitely love the chirp, especially if uh, there's people in hostile territory uh, and especially if they don't know the rules. Know the rules at least. If you're going, oh, that's a big pet peeve. I don't know, but maybe tweet at your biggest pet peeves of uh, attendance is when someone, a opposing fan, comes in and they 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 say, let's say that's a charge, and they don't even know what the signal is, and they don't know the rules, they don't know any any of the archways or any of the nuances of the game, and or it's just something really silly like over the back, and then they just they're complaining about things. I don't know. It's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> Fans. Opposing fans, they don't know the game of basketball like I do. Anyway, that's that's my little rant. And it really isn't a rant. It's just we have some really great teams. And especially this year, this especially this year, it's going to be a special team for uh, men's and women's basketball. So let's show some support if you can. Um, like I said, if you're if you uh, obviously aren't able to get season tickets or something like that, call the athletic office. They'll work with you. They'll they'll work with you. There's general admissions. But let's uh, I'd also like to see maybe the Baylor athletic, like put like, I know that they've switched everything to general mission, but maybe just have like on the sections. It's just me just spitballing here. Maybe the sections on the left and right of the student section. Let's have like a, um, almost a discounted, a discounted section for some of these games. Um, general mission that you have to go actually go up to maybe the ticket. Or, I don't know. It's cause it's hard. You don't want to get, it's, it's a, it's a hard, uh, dance to play. You don't, especially when we get into conference play, you don't want to have discounted general mission tickets. And then that just be Texas fans or Texas tech fans or TCU fans. You know, you don't want the opposing, uh, team to get easy tickets, but at the same time, Let's get something for uh, the people that are, are in the Baylor community too. So it's probably a little bit over my pay grade, but that's that's uh, that's pretty much all I had to say about that. When we come back, we are going to talk about we're going to talk about uh, college football playoffs. There's a little little bit of a uh, topic 
topic of discussion. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. And uh, we're also going to, going to talk about the percent presenting sponsor of the show, which is Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in the bedroom. Listen up. Go to BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast. Pretty neat, huh? Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't even have to go to the doctor's office or wait in lines in the pharmacy. And it ships directly to your door in a discreet package. They're made with you. They're made in the U.S. of A. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code locked on. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's blue, like the color blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code locked on and try it for free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Okay, now it's time to jump into the final segment, and this comes via Nelson at NCBU09. It's more of a statement, not a question, but we're going to just bring it into a topic. It's for, it's college football playoffs talk, and he said, I'm a Baylor fan, but what I saw on Saturday was great. OU will beat LSU in the semifinals and have a chance to play for a national title. Okay, there we go. We got a little statement. For college football, the Sooners upsetting LSU and uh, going to probably, ooh, I don't know, I, a lot of people are saying that's a given that Ohio State's going to uh, be be in the national, and they have a great team, but I actually know a, f- a few fans personally from uh, Ohio, and, uh, for Ohio State, and they are not thrilled that they are in the number, uh, that they got bumped. They weren't number one. They were they were talking so much. They're like, oh, I can't wait to show Baylor or or the Sooners. It doesn't matter. I can't wait to show them what a real team looks like. Well, now they have to play Clemson and uh, their their chirp chirp level has gone down. Their, their chirping is just now frustration of how the committee, the world is against them. Ohio versus the world. No, they're they're anyway, I don't need, I digress. I don't need to go down that rabbit hole, but. The topic at hand is LSU versus Oklahoma, and it's going to be. And honestly, I was, re- I thought Baylor really matched up really well versus LSU. I really did. I was really that was that was one thing that I was kind of bummed about when everything was falling into play. And yeah, we went to overtime, we lost, we didn't go to it, and then to see that LSU bumped up into the one spot. It was a little sad. It was a little sad side, but uh, but we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. We're going to talk about what the what we have right here, and that's uh, the Sooners versus LSU. And it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting because LSU's LSU's no slouch. I mean, they got a they're they're really like Baylor too. I mean, they have a solid solid um, defense. They have a solid defense. They're able to stop the run. They're stop, They're able to uh, slow down games and give. And then their offense when their offense they they sustain long drives and they score. Which is dangerous. I mean, that that honestly is the recipe of how you beat Oklahoma. 
that is. I mean, that's. I mean, Baylor unfortunately wasn't able to do it twice, but we were the closest. I mean, besides Kansas State, Kansas State obviously able to do it. Uh, we were the we we were right there. We we have. I think we we have given the blueprint to LSU, and I think they're going to. Uh, personally, I think they're going to use it, and I think they're going to handle. I would love to see uh, some Big Twelve representation. Get the Big Twelve to the national championship. I love it, but I honestly think LSU is just going to. Uh, it, they have the blueprint. It fits in really well with what they do. I think that the I think that they're going to uh, put on a show. But you know what, Ceedee Lamb, Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's not easy. I mean, that offense can do some damage. But Jalen Hurts has been making some mistakes along the run, and we'll see. We'll also will. Lincoln Riley's going to have enough time to come up with a with a game plan. That's for sure. But LSU is definitely not a slouch. I think it's going to be. I think honestly, both of those matchups, the Clemson Ohio State and the LSU Oklahoma are really fun matchups. I uh, really fun matchups. And I think they, I think they, uh, I, I think, I think if the roles were reversed and let's say, uh, LSU was playing Clemson and Ohio State was playing Oklahoma and some may say a little conspiracy theory and this is why they did it. I think that, um, I think those matchups would be less entertaining. More, I think. I think Ohio State would have. Uh, there would be no flag planting from the Sooners. I think that they would have uh, dismantled them properly. And LSU and Clemson. I think that would have been a better game. But I don't know. That's it's so weird with Clemson. Clemson has a question mark. The thing is, they have the talent. Uh, now they have to. And and they're going to have, especially for this first game, they're going to have a long time to prepare. Um, so I think. I think Clemson's. I mean, it's kind of weird saying Clemson is a dark horse, but I think that they have all the weapons they need and they're going to have a lot of time so to prepare. So whoever, I think the biggest chance of beating Clemson, let's say Clemson takes care of, like let's say Clemson's able to take care of Ohio State, I think then with that sh- with that one-week turnaround, I think that's who whoever wins the one versus four will have a much easier uh, task at hand to beating Clemson. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to say. We're going to talk about all that stuff when we get closer, uh, but uh, it was it was a nice little question. I appreciate, or statement, I should say. Nice little statement from uh, old Nelson. Really pre- appreciate uh, sh- uh, tagging the show. We get you. We get we we get you on the show. Tweet at Locked On Baylor with any questions, even comments. I mean, you can just say the sky's a uh, uh, magenta, and we'll talk about it. Maybe not that. Maybe let's keep it. Let's keep it sports related at least. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We, uh, like I said, tomorrow we're going to take a look at recruits for your Baylor Bears for Baylor football. There's a lot of them visiting the campus as we're getting some practices underway for the Sugar Bowl. So we're going to take a look at who's coming to town, what it all means, and let's get hyped. Can, can we get a little hyped? I'm, I'm ready. So, again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate. And uh, don't forget to follow and subscribe. Follow us at Locked on Baylor on Twitter. Subscribe to what, with whatever app you're using to listen to this. And also give out a little review. And also get a, get a little questions out. I love answering some questions, especially now that uh, uh, football, the next football game is not till 2020. And we only have a handful of uh, handful of basketball games. This is definitely a uh, question time. So no, just like uh, the, your sixth grade teacher said when uh, they were lying to you, uh, there's no dumb questions. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, we appreciate it and uh, stay locked on Baylor. Until next time, sick em bears.